Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you're finding WWW. What happened this week in the world? And what do we think about it? Ken H coming to you live from Houston. It is a big day as the podcast is blowing up, as we are going to have a wonderful chance to speak to a dear friend of mine, longtime friend, as he is joining the program. Very, very famous. David M. is available to us tonight. He is, is borrowing his 25 minutes, and he's going to join us right now. David M. on the phone, live and in person. David, how are you tonight? Kent, great to be with you. It's always a pleasure to catch up and connect, coming to you live from New Jersey, right outside the Rotten Apple. <laughs> and it sometimes feels like that. You and I met when I was living up in that. We've known each other, as I mentioned, 25 years. Uh, met in the East Coast, met in that uh, New Jersey area, and certainly the friendship has lasted. Your career has taken you through the NFL, taken you through uh, China. Uh, unbelievable opportunity for you to travel to China. I was in the Netherlands. So we had that international connection. We had a little church connection. We had a lot of connections, uh, a love for sports. Certainly our, our professional desire to be the best each and every day of our lives is thing I think keeps us solid, keeps us together, and certainly keeps us close. So I'm grateful again always for your time. This is a big production moment for the podcast as it's you are the first 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 guest on the program that's live so it's great fun and we've had some some uh, guests uh, quoted but certainly none have been able to talk live at the same time so i was you know how do you how do you get ready for a big moment and we talked a bit in 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 honesty about what could we discuss for the fastest 25 minutes uh, of of our lives and it's the greatest fastest podcast because we get to go and discuss anything. So the sky's the limit. That's the beautiful part. There are no restrictions. We do get to talk uh, about anything. But I was curious with this uh, professional career you've had, perhaps your uh, sports as well as your professional career, how do you prepare? I mean, is, is are you able to say to me, can't it's a different mindset to prepare for a sporting event versus a speaking engagement versus my job every day versus motivating a team versus motivating uh, my employment team is there a different preparation at all that's a good question to kick us off with uh, i think it certainly starts with the mindset that preparation planning training continuous improvement, the kind of lives that we live where you're always seeking to get better, you're always seeking to grow, and that preparation and the planning, that's 90% of life. If you want to say 80%, maybe 80, 90% of life is preparation, planning, training, getting ready for whatever that is. If that's a big project, a big presentation, um, a game, uh, but the practice, the, the preparation, the planning, that's so much of life. And if you want to perform well, you have to plan well. And you have to live in that, that mindset that you have to plan. And your job is 
80, 90% of the time, you're going to be in planning mode. You're going to be preparing. You're going to be training. So when the mindset's right, it just carries over into game time. And whether that's like you can um, in, in your profession where you're in that uh, heavy client service sales type of a position um, where I am over in operations now, um, having done different sales jobs, um, I think you would also second that because um, I know you, you're a man who prepares and, and spends a lot of time in preparation and doesn't expect to perform well without that preparation. Did I say that right? Well, you did, and it, it's, it's right on the money because I agree, uh, uh, you know, most of the times we're going to be in agreement on our discussion uh, that we have. It's, it's scary when this program, of course, David, it always talks about a little bit of America, a little bit of the world, and a little bit mm -hmm. of, of life, and I'm scared that the preparation that my father instilled in me and, and shared in me and shared with me and then those mentors that I personally have had mm. and copied some of their techniques for preparation uh, secrets. I'm scared the young people, you've, you've got children, of course the audience knows I simply have midnight my horse, we'll prepare for our ride, we'll prepare for those things, nothing at all in comparison to child rearing, but I'm scared our, our, our young people aren't even being taught to be prepared. Forget whether they are prepared or not. I don't even think they're teaching that in the school systems, teach that uh, in a, you know, maybe in a sports team, if by chance they're on a sports team. But I certainly don't hear it from the students I talk to that I see in perhaps a job fair or whatever. What do you want to do in life? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to be? I want to be an influencer. What in the world that is? Who knows? But that's you're not a lot of preparation to be an influencer. Mm, good point. No, it's a really good point. And I, I see that with my kids. Um, a I have a 13, an 11, a soon-to-be 9, a uh, soon-to-be 5, and a little one, a uh, 1-year-old. And we see that with them. I mean, we, we have our family meetings and our family breaks. And one of the things I like to say to them is, we don't complain, we train. Oh, good. Let them know every day. Listen, hard work beats talent every time. Because especially if talent doesn't work hard. And that's the old line. You know, if talent doesn't work hard, you know, hard work will beat it every single time. Now, the, the idea is you want to have hard work and you want talent. Sure. You want to have the talent and the hard work. Combo, right? combo, um, please. <laughs> you want that, that, that's a deadly combo. And that's why you see some of the greatest sports stars. I mean, the ones that work so hard at what they did and, and mastered their craft um, that come to your mind right away when you think of who's the best basketball players, who's the best baseball players, football, Olympic athletes, you name it, they come to your mind because they not only had the top, top talent, they were given by God a certain amount of natural ability, but then they didn't just sit on that, they developed that, they trained in that. That's and they worked really, really hard. So let me ask you, let me flip it to you, because you're a guy who is naturally gifted in a lot of ways. You, uh, your, your dad mentored you from a young age, but yet you were also tireless in your, your work ethic. Well, that, that, that's... What do you attribute that to? What do you attribute that to? Well, I'll, 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 
you know, for those that don't know, I was adopted, so they don't, I don't get to have the blood, I don't get to have the blood thing in me, right? I was not the blood child. So it wasn't a, an inborn thing, unless my original parents mm. had that kind of work. So I learned it from watching him. I learned it from seeing him. And we were blessed in his work and blessed in what he provided for us, which was just everything. And so that's, that's where you see it. That's where the guy comes home and he worked a full day, may not know what he did in fairness, because you were young and not paying attention, but then he would go and teach the, the coach the, 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 basket, the, the baseball or the basketball team. Most of us always were on the baseball team that he coached, but he would come mm -hmm. home and do the baseball coaching. I know you do some coaching as well. So I think you see it, I think you hear about it, but I certainly think you, you are, are, are encouraged. We always had a job. Uh, even though perhaps we may not have needed the money personally we always had a job and he made sure that the children always were working uh, I think because of that instills a, a, a job satisfies the personal inner self it's so amazingly satisfying you get to learn how to deal with people learn perhaps money learn sales learn companionship camaraderie teamwork uh, learn to be uh, ordered around at a young age, you know, learn to take instructions, learn to take those things that I just, I, again, I don't, let's just say that influencers are real gig, some, you know, some get to do it, but who's teaching influencing? Is there a class that I missed? Because I guess I should have taken that class, I didn't get to, but it, it was there. We're going to take a, a quick, small little break, as we are so grateful we have this program sponsored. And we're going to take the uh, small little break, and then we'll come back fast as 10 minutes. See, it goes by so amazingly quick, and we're going to come back and finish the program. Hang on one second. Here we go. Folks, we are blessed to have Travel and Leisure Magazine continue to sponsor this program, www. If you're looking for 58% off of the newsstand price, that's only $29.99 for one full year of Travel and Leisure Magazine. It's going to come right to your home. You're going to get to see it, love it, and enjoy it. I do. 1-866-737-8037. Or if you want to internet it, no problem. www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. That'll get you 58% off of probably the beautiful, beautiful magazine that I enjoy. Thank you so much to them. We are grateful always for their camaraderie, their sponsorship, and their support. There you had it. We're back with David M. from New Jersey, longtime friend, football player, entrepreneur, speaker, businessman. Does it stop? The list just continues, but I'm going to stop and let him talk some more because we are so glad he is here. David, again, thank you so much for coming. We're talking about preparation. We're talking about how do you learn it? Do you develop it? Do you get it? Are you born with it? It's, it's a tough, it's a tough but a, a desperately needed, I think, topic in the world that we're living in today. I mean, just, you know, you look at Ukraine and what is the biggest complaint is that we didn't prepare that country for what is now inevitable. Everybody kind of thought it would never happen. Putin would never go there. And so we didn't prepare the country that now that we're having to double up those efforts in the preparation to just kind of survive, not even maybe, you know, are you going to get through it with this unbelievable scenario that's going on over there? And the argument from 
either side, depending on whose side you're on, is that we didn't prepare for this event. We didn't prepare those poor Ukrainians. We didn't double up those energy and efforts. So this word transcends uh, uh, the job, your family, your little sport event, your, your career, your, your everything can really be so amazingly developed if you prepare. I guess I use those two little words, if, if, uh, if I'm not prepared, where do I have, where, 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 I got to play catch up. I mean, got to mm. play catch up always. No, that's, that's a good, uh, that's a good layout right there of, of just, if you want to be excellent and if you want to have um, good execution and good outputs, you've got to have the right inputs and plan, preparation, training, as I said. Uh, and I, I think, it, you know, if you want to go back, think about just the kind of modeling that you had, you were so blessed to have with your father. And I've had that with uh, in, in my family as well, but also professionally. Uh, I think back to when I was with the Indianapolis Colts. I wasn't there very long. I got released during training camp, but I was there as a, as a backup quarterback. And I got to witness firsthand Peyton Manning. And as all great leaders do, uh, you've heard the saying, um, all great leaders, they go the way and they show the way. Mm. So here he is. He, he demonstrated it. He showed us how you're supposed to act. You're, he showed us the, the level, the tempo, the level of excellence. And he raised everybody else around him. But then he demonstrated, this is what you are to do. This is how it is to be done. This is where we are. This is where we're going. And this is how we're going to get there. And that was very powerful as a young player to see that and to see this is like the, the level of uh, toleration. There was a very low toleration for error. Mm. And then that raised the bar. And I think back to the first jobs I had, and it, it was those first couple days in the jobs where, where the person training you, if they trained you to be a slacker, they trained you to, 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 be, to allow mistakes and to tolerate mistakes, then you're going to get more mistakes. But if they really tighten that down. Um, so I'd love to hear from you, Kent, um, going back, the kind of jobs that you were in early in your life, did your father say, I want you to be in a, real, a retail job, I want you to be in a construction job, I want you to get these different trainings underneath your belt? How did he prepare you for your career uh, in the oil and gas business and then later on into other ventures? How, well, what kind of preparation did he kind of set for you? Well, it was, it was all funny you mentioned that uh, retail. One of my first jobs was in a store there in, in Edmond, Oklahoma, a teenager, and I was working at a, what they called C.R. Anthony's, kind of like a little uh, minor Macy's or something, kind of a J.C. Penney mm -hmm. kind of store. Also, you had men's store and, and women's side and the kids' side and a shoe store area, so kind of a full-encompassed store. My, long story short, uh, if I worked hard, he appreciated that, and he saw it, and I would work hard. I'd come home, and, and, and Saturday, by chance, if I wasn't making the numbers, if the quota wasn't there, 
I must admit, and I'm grateful and very, very proud, my father and my mother would come to the store and, by golly, make me the salesman of the, of the week. And they would purchase mm -hmm. some items, mm -hmm. purchase both men and women's and shoes, and, and God love them because they wanted to show their support by making sure there was some success in their son's job life and, and, and mm. work life. And so not only did I physically have their support, I financially had their support, I verbally had their support. And that was, a, I think, a trait that I'm also wanting to share. And the reason I bring that story up is not only do you have to support the young people in your life or the people in your life, but sometimes you have to financially and physically and verbally in every way support them. There is no one side of support. There is no one way to support that, that fits. Your children get different support levels from the various ages and needs and wants. But we have various ways to support and prepare. And my father in that was to show support by, by liking the preparation, by liking that I was trying, mm. by liking that I was getting. And perhaps, you know, it wasn't necessarily so easy. He'd, you know, make me sell him a suit or he'd make me sell him some shoes. So I still had to practice and practice and practice. But certainly it was a knack of selling that I developed early on in my life that I continue to this day of, of being able to talk to people, relate to people, and therefore uh, encourage them in one way or another to... to, to uh, to do something, so uh, yeah. it, that's that's a, a, a big deal. Mm -hmm. wasn't a, wasn't at all a directional need to be in this area or follow him in the oil and gas world. Although I did eventually, you know, but I wasn't a, a pressure in any capacity. Yeah, I could certainly attest to your natural giftings, your talent and ability in communication. I mean, you just had that gift since you were very young. Um, and, but to, to stay in the thread there, your, your parents, especially your father with you, I mean, he invested in you emotionally, physically, like you, you, know, like you mentioned, and he was going to see to it that you were going to be developed and trained, and that I know you are forever grateful for that investment. Um, and, and like you said, that, that's, a great, that's a great story. <laughs> your, your dad and mom would come and... And, and make sure you'd be employee of the week. Absolutely, that's and it was that's 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 what parent. You're a parent, uh, you know. For my little midnight is going to have everything he needs, you know, and no, and you're going to give your children everything they need. That's just a part of that part of the preparation. You know that they will see, mom and dad supported me. Mom and dad loved me. Mm. Mom and dad cared for me, and that that that's going to be evident in the later lives. You're going to be able to hear somebody say of your children, boy, they always seem so prepared. And they're going to ask them, where did you get that? Well, I got it from my dad who was always prepared. Mm. And so we're going to pass this forward. And again, that started my conversation. I'm nervous. Some of our young people don't have anybody telling them, please be prepared. You know, don't go into that test thinking you got this. Don't go into this job interview. We had a Story today in the meeting I was in, somebody went to a job interview, if you can imagine, with a cut-off T-shirt. And you say, are you kidding me? Well, it was a virtual interview, so it shouldn't have been that big a deal. Well, that's exactly what it was. I mean, if you can tell from a virtual, can you imagine they were wearing their fuzzy slippers and pajamas probably. Who knows what they were wearing, but they clearly <laughs> thought, right. thought that right. they could no, get, away, get away in a um, virtual interview with simply 
a cutoff shirt. I mean, come on. So I'm scared for the young people, and I'm scared for some of our leaders, and I'm scared.
We are so grateful for David's time. We are going to have David back for part two of our long conversation. Too much to discuss in 25 minutes. So thank you again, David, always. And I look forward to the second part. For those that are watching and faithful followers, we'll have you back very soon for part two.